and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. On today's episode, I, your host Brayden, will talk to you about why you absolutely must understand the financials in your business. So a little while ago, myself and a few business owner friends from my mastermind decided to book club, uh, read as a group, the book Traction. So Traction is a book that teaches the entrepreneurial operating system or EOS. It's basically a system to manage your small business. So I know a lot of solo business owners don't really think about business management and the ways that they have implement systems, but I have found it to be immensely helpful. They talk about things like standard operating procedures, organization charts, Again, a lot of us are solos, so we don't have org charts. But going through this process, I did things like creating my standard operating procedures, putting them in a project management system, creating my ideal org chart for the next one to two years. So I now know the next roles I'll be hiring for. All of these really imperative items in your business in order to grow and scale. So the author uh, of Traction talks about three key functions in every single business. So the three key functions are marketing, operations, and then finance or admin. So we generally have an idea of what marketing is. So most of us do social media marketing and other types of organic marketing, maybe even a little bit of paid marketing. We know that we have to market our business in order to get clients. So that could be in-person marketing as well, you name it. Operations, which is the second key function, is basically providing whatever service it is that we provide in our business. So if you're a photographer, your operations are photographing. If you're a floral designer, it's providing florals. If you're an attorney, it's providing legal services. Those are your operations. So most of us get into business for ourselves because we really like the operations part, whatever it is that we think that we're good at. So you have marketing and operations. And then the third key function is finance or administrative tasks. And that's essentially everything else. So bookkeeping, contracts, invoices, financial analysis, doing your tax returns, all this fun stuff. So these items, I find a lot of newer business owners kind of shrug them off. So they'll ask, what do I legally have to do? Like when it comes to this third key function of my business, what am I absolutely required to do? Obviously I have to file tax returns, so I'll do that. 
what do I have to do with my bookkeeping? Like, is that a legal requirement? You may or may not be doing it. You're not legally required to do any financial analysis. So I find a lot of beginner business owners don't do that either. Uh, again, when we start our businesses, we're typically very excited about the operations piece. And then some people get really into the marketing as well, particularly branding, because we all love to create our brand colors, our logos. That is fun, right? So we do that, but we kind of ignore some of these more critical pieces in our business. But here's my take on why the finance admin function is so important in your business. Even if you eventually plan to outsource the money stuff in your business, you need to understand it enough in order to A, know the work that's being done by that person to whom you've outsourced, and B, know how to handle the data to make strategic decisions. So if you are outsourcing your bookkeeping to someone else, more likely than not, that bookkeeper is not going to be an outside CFO. They're not going to be an expert in looking at your numbers and giving you great feedback on the types of businesses and decisions you should be making. You need to get well-versed in things like your customer journey and your key performance indicators and your net profit per project, net cost per project, all these sorts of things. So how much does it cost you for every client you have? What's your break-even point? These types of numbers. So when you are having a bookkeeper create your books for you, you can look at the statements that are created and know whether you are hitting the goals that you need to hit in your business or hitting the objectives you need to hit in order to move your business forward. So always remember, you are the CEO of your own business. It is your job to oversee all three of the functions. So more, most often, the thing that we do the longest in our business without outsourcing is the operations piece, right? We might eventually outsource that. Maybe we become the figurehead of our business and we are the quote unquote visionary. Uh, another, another term that comes from traction and then the book Rocket Fuel, very popular as well. But maybe we become the visionary and then we have people doing operations. We have some people helping with marketing and some people helping with finance admin. Well, you need to know at least enough about each of those three roles in order to know whether the work is getting done. So let's take, for example, assume you're a photographer and eventually you decide to hire associate photographers as employees in your business. You are obviously going to be able to look at their work and objectively know whether they're doing it correctly and whether it's good. And the reality is, is there might be some phenomenal photographers out there. Maybe they're not great at running businesses, but they would make great associate photographers. And they might even be able to do that work better than you can. Like that's a reality that all of us face. Like I'm sure there are lots of attorneys out there that are better at drafting contracts than I am, but I really love running a business. But we have our, um, you would have your photographer hat on and you can look at the work and tell whether it's up to par, right? So again, you are the CEO of your business. It's your job to oversee all three functions. Last week, I actually had a conversation with a student of mine from my course. And through the course, uh, when we were in our course together, she had decided to take the leap uh, from a sole proprietorship to an S corporation. So she formed her LLC, and then she elected for her LLC to be taxed as an S corp. So after all of the group conversations we had on our course coaching calls, she had a conversation with her CPA. And she told her CPA, hey, based on this information I learned from Braden's course, I think I want to become an S-Corp. Her CPA said, I think that's a phenomenal idea. You should absolutely do it. 
Where the CPA and I differed was that the CPA had slightly different opinions on what the student's salary should be. So this is one very important nuance to forming an S-Corp. It's very important what you make your salary because that informs how much you'll save in taxes. And essentially, uh, what it boiled down to was I'm a little bit more conservative in that regard uh, with respect to like risk aversion and things. The CPA was uh, advising a lower salary, which would save more taxes. And why I'm bringing this up is because we both thought it would be a really good idea. Um, we told her that an escort would probably be great. But between the course information and her conversation with the CPA, or I really should should say through the education and the course, she had all the information to know what the purpose of the salary was, how it was operating, how it was saving her taxes, and what the risk was if she set it too low. So ultimately, she was informed well enough in order to take all the information that was given to her and make her own final decision as the owner of, in her business. So she didn't simply rely on my guidance. She didn't simply rely on the CPA's guidance. She took the knowledge she had. She weighed it all, and she made her own determination. So I've actually talked to many students in my courses and clients who've come to me after talking to tax professionals, and they always seem very confused, or I shouldn't say always, sometimes they're confused. And they will say something like, my CPA asked why I'm being advised, mostly by me, uh, to form an LLC, and I'm not really sure what to tell them. Or they'll say something like, my accountant said that I should be tracking more deductions, but I don't know how to do it. Oftentimes, what's happening in these circumstances is the business owners will get blanket advice from someone, a tax professional, a friend, and they can't see through the generalizations and the advice to know if and when it will work for them or how they might be different. This is why... I'm strongly opposed to this idea of people saying, well, I'll just do my best right now and then I'll pay someone else to take care of it, like take it off my plate. The same student I was mentioning, mentioning earlier told me that after uh, the course, she was very confident with her path forward uh, with her own CPA because that CPA knew exactly what she decided to do. Um, they understood it. They were both on the same page as to what was happening, and she felt really confident. And that's not always the case, because many business owners are not on the same page with the professionals they hire. They often leave conversations more confused than, they, when, than when they went to talk to that individual in the first place. And that's no good, because if you're getting advice from a friend and then you're going to talk to the tax professional and they're not really sure what that friend told you and they're telling you a different thing, it's very confusing and you don't have the background information in order to know like really what's up. Another really good analogy, I did an interview the other day with another student. It will be coming out in a few weeks, so you'll hear it. And she described forming a business entity through... She specifically used LegalZoom, but she said it was like going to a car mechanic and they tell you that you need five different repairs, but you're looking at the report they give you and you have no idea which items on this report are a must, like are my wheels going to fall off my car while I'm driving down the highway if I don't do this, or is this something that's like technically broken but would be fine for the next five years? We don't really know. 
And it's the same thing when it comes to a lot of legal and tax guidance. Um, you have to kind of be able to at least know the basics to parse it all out. So I hope I've kind of driven home that point that you shouldn't ever rely on someone else solely to teach you all of these things. That's why I think it's really awesome that you're listening to this podcast. You'll learn a lot just from all of these episodes. And hopefully they'll be able to give you a baseline knowledge of that third key function in your business we talked about so that you can have informed conversations with professionals once you begin to hire them. Otherwise, how are you ever going to know if the work is being done correctly? So that's all I really had for today's episode. Um, if you have any questions or want to connect with other listeners of the podcast, make sure that you hop in the Facebook group. It's called Braden's Besties. That's B-R-A-D-E-N. No Y in my name, Braden's Besties. So join us on Facebook. You can also find the show notes for this episode and each other episode at unfuckyourbiz.com. As always, uh, don't forget to subscribe so you can be notified when there are new episodes coming out. I have several bonus episodes coming out in the next month. So you're really going to want to listen to those. Make sure you subscribe so you know when they're here. That's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I will be back in your podcast app in just a couple of days. Have a good one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.